everybody, this is James. And Marco. And Nabil. And this is the Movie Pals Podcast, podcast number 91. Today we are doing a follow-up to our Dark Season 1 podcast with a in-depth, I guess a review, guys, and... Just kind of discussion, I should say, of the whole season. Yeah. Just a yeah, loosey, like a, it's goosey like a discussion. discussion. Yeah. Yeah, like this is more of a companion piece to the first one because we don't really want to go back over uh, the characters. As you guys know from our review of the first uh, season, this is a pretty complex story <laughs> and show which, which gets more complex as you go in, apparently. <laughs> Though yeah. I will say, and, and James like talked to me about this also, if you go back and listen to our season one companion with like the character breakdown, it does help you more with season two. Yeah, we're not just trying to rack up the listens on it, but in a way we are. <laughs> so go back there if you you know if you need a refresher since it's it's been a few months. We didn't wait too long, at least I think. But that no. was our first episode uh, TV one, and we thought we would do more, but uh, no, we just kept doing dark now. So dark's the only one that we really touched as a as a whole. So it's just such a good show. It really is. It yeah, really is, and, and and I think um, this season is even for me personally is cemented it is even starting to become kind of a favorite. I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool. So overall, like just like the first one we did, there's going to be an overall spoiler here on this one too. It's too hard to talk about this without um, revealing per se the plot. And I mean, you can't, you can't even you do can, the show. You can't it, talk yeah. about it without going to the plot. Like you there's can't just even, no way. Yeah. It would be really hard to tiptoe around spoilers for this. Cause pretty much every episode has a spoiler. I would say so yep. accurate. Yeah. I would say, like, eh, you know, for the most part. So, without further ado, guys, then uh, let's get into Dark Season 2. Noch immer ist unklar, was genau die Ereignisse in Winden ausgelöst hat. Vielleicht können wir sie retten. Alle. Wo hat alles angefangen? In der kleinen Stadt Winden ist ein Junge auf mysteriöse Weise verschwunden. In der Zukunft, in der Vergangenheit oder ist alles in einer endlosen Schleife miteinander verbunden? So Dark Season 2 is currently sitting at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, this is the second season of the sci-fi thriller. This uh, released on Netflix on June 21st, 2019. It was a, a year and a half, actually, after the release of the first season. So it was quite a bit of a wait. Because if you guys remember, that one came out in 2017, actually. All right. Yeah. Damn, it's still hitting at that hundo, huh? Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. uh, this is nice. uh, just like the first season created by Baron Bo Odar and John Jeffries. Uh, before we get into the... Overall, we're going to break it down. Uh, this season only has eight episodes as opposed to the first season, which had ten. And so we're going to go through the eight episodes, kind of break down what, what we thought of each episode. And it's like like Marco said, it's this is more of a free-form kind of a discussion on it. There's not a lot of um, breakdown, I guess, of like, hey, the, you know, I mean, we're going to break things down, but it's not it's not as structured as our, our movie reviews, I'd say. So uh, I'll start with you, Nabil. Real quick, before we do go through the episodes, what did you overall think of uh, season two? You know, I really enjoyed the first season and going through it, but the second season was, like, by far a thousand times better. 
And wow. the first season was already great. Bold, 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 yeah, bold it, words. It's, there's just there's just so many plot twists and so many things that kind of keep getting you into the story of, of wanting to know what happened. I mean, like, this is like straight up bingeable television right here. Like, you just need to know what happens next because of the way that the uh, they tell the story and each episode is very it is very concise they've got a whole plot point in mind for this episode and where they're going to move the overall plot and you get an a to kind of a to z in that episode and then you're ready to go to the next one and see what's going to happen from whatever ended here it's just it's a it's a it was a great season yeah i agree uh i have to ask you didn't listen to this one dubbed right (laughs) no no i did not (laughs) i remember last season there yeah. was a few, and then I was like, "This is you a went like rough three dub. episodes dubbed." Yeah, I it, think it was so. bad. Something like that. Yeah, it was. It was uh, it's not a good dub, by the way. Just like no, it's know. not. It's it, like, you really do got to watch it. Yeah, just like stuff. the first season, I would recommend checking it out in the native language of German. So yeah, uh, what about you, Marco? Oh, I loved it. I absolutely loved season two. I think a lot of it has to do with with a lot of the things that Nabil pointed out. In the fact that the first season really had to introduce a lot of characters because there are like a shit ton of characters in this yeah. show. It's easy to get lost. It's easy to forget the who's who in this show. And I think the the first season is tasked with getting us used to all these characters and letting us know like who's connected to who and why. And season two skips all that and gets right into the meat of things. Like Nabil was saying, also, there's a lot of revelations. There's a lot yeah. more of the plot that's revealed. Everything starts to make more sense. And it's it, it's pacing, therefore, is is much better, too. Like, not to say that the first season's pacing is, is bad. But I, I did feel like these episodes flew a lot faster because of how, like, full they were of story. And they're just filmed much better. Like, you can tell the creators were much more comfortable with what they were doing and how they wanted to present things. There's a lot of great cinematography, you know, again, yeah. I'm a huge fan of that that type of stuff. A lot of great shots. I think a lot of uh great performances too. You can tell that the cast is much more comfortable with their characters. There's more depth. There there was a lot of growth from a lot of the the female characters which I had some issues with in season 1. And I think season two does help to pay that off and does do them more justice in in this season. So, yeah, it's it's fantastic. Nice. Yeah, no, I I agree. I think the pacing's better in here. I think the eight-episode list, as opposed to ten, tightens it up a little bit and gets a little bit more to the point. I like that quite a bit because it's like uh, Nabil and I were talking about it. There's not a lot of filler, if any, in this season at all. Right. So it's a lot of big reveals and it's a lot of, further character development which i really liked personally and it added everybody has their time to shine in this show too and and, i mean there's still a central main character i think overall in the show but for the most part everybody seems to have done something a little bit different this season too which is kind of cool so you get a lot more of like the nielsen kids and stuff like that and they do a little bit more and then everybody's kind of totally okay with fucking time travel at one point you know <laughs> they just accept it <laughs> bro it's just normal like hey do you have the machine i'd be like yo first off this is wild that we're talking about this shit you know but um for the most part i i really did like this season quite a bit it was uh, very easy to get through the eight episodes and uh at first it was one of those things where i 
just had to kind of get into the mode of like, okay, who is this? And then the way this show makes it is like, you kind of have to remember who they're related to. That's the best way to like track everything down, you know? And think about like, it's weird. It's the only show where you're thinking of like three different time periods. Like where were they in 1921? I suppose the fifties or the eighties and then, or even the fucking 2019, 2020, you know? So, um, I like that a lot. So, and I do agree with you too, Marco. It starts right off. It's not very much a show that you could jump into unless you've seen season one. Yeah. I think sometimes shows try to do it where anyone might be able to like come in and, you know, still go through with it all. But there's, there's, I don't think it's, it'd be really hard to follow along if you had not seen season one is what I'm getting at. Right. Well, definitely. You'd, you'd get lost in a, in a second trying to figure out what was going on if you hadn't watched the first season. Yeah, even if you don't listen to our recap, which I think you should, try some sort of recap or do the Netflix recap at least to kind of get you more acclimated. Yeah, the, with, the Netflix with, net recap was good too. I would yeah, say. yeah. So that way you're like, oh, okay, because the the characters just make it so difficult to keep track of everyone and the the multitudes of characters because of the different timelines adds even more challenge too. So. It's just better to kind of have some sort of recap unlike other shows, like James was saying, where you can just, like, get right back into it, and you're like, okay, I know where we left off. Yeah, and I think it helps that we saw it only a few months after season one, and we didn't wait a year and a half, because I think if that had been the point, <laughs> that probably would have been a little tough, but... Would have sucked. Or something where you're like, I gotta go rewatch this shit again. It would have been very hard to pick up to remember exactly all the points. Yeah. So let's get into it then, guys. Let's go through the eight episodes, break down what we thought about it, and uh, we can talk just through it and whatever we found interesting or what we didn't find interesting. So the first episode of season two, it's called Beginnings and Endings. So the big one here, I think, right off the bat, is that we start out in 1921 and we see a young Noah and he kills a an older guy, actually. I, I forgot. Is like another guy that's being manipulated, or yeah, he was another one that was a part of Sigmundus, right? Yes, or at least working for them. They're just yeah, he, he shit. was losing yeah. sort of his his faith right. in in Sigmundus, and so Noah decides to just take him out because we can't be having that. Which was kind of like a nice little bait and switch because I figured that the older guy that died would be the younger Noah, and that I thought so too. I was right. like, is this yeah. him? Is I thought he was like he recruiting has... someone. He has Noah's tattoo that Noah has tattooed on his back on his chest instead. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. So I was like, that. So is he, is he inspired to get it by this guy? Or I have a feeling we might come back to this guy eventually and learn a little more. We don't. We don't learn much about him. So that's all about that part. I don't know if there's anything specific on that or not, but that's really I, it. I didn't. I felt like it was more just to show his drive, you know, his commitment to it, and, and just show young Noah. Yeah. I think. Because yeah, we haven't I think seen so a young too. version of Noah too, right? Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Because so you like... get you get the 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 I guess the payoff or the the revelation that Noah finds out that you know he's pretty much been mm-hmm. misled this whole time. So you kind of yeah. see like the genesis of his faith and his loyalty to Sigmundus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, we then get into a scene where we finally actually meet the mysterious Adam, which I think they only mentioned by name, perhaps in the first one. I, I t- truth be told, I don't quite remember. So that's why with this, they finally show you who's kind of behind all this. And mm-hmm. as Marco said, he looks like the uh, the raisin man. In the human form. <laughs> he looks he looks like a human <laughs> version raisin. of yeah. a California raisin. 
I expected to jump on in, in song and just, you know, start singing the California Raisin song. What'd you guys what'd you guys think about Adam for the most part? Without revealing who we know who he is now, but before we'll get to that when we get to that, but what did you think when you saw him? He he looked like a, a prune. <laughs> Shriveled up like race. I was like, oh, okay. He reminded me of uh, if you've seen that movie Mafia, which is a parody of The Godfather. Yeah, he when he's all burned and he's, yeah. he chews the peach and like puts it in his mouth, it looked gross as fuck he like does. that. Or he kind of also looked like uh, Emperor Palpatine just times 10. Yeah. You know? So it, he, he had a face that just made me go, mmm, something makes me feel <laughs> weird about this guy. Um, very kind of Nazi esque Wolfenstein vibes from him too, with his like outfit in the beginning. Yeah, Dude, and, right. And it's it's not you know I was gonna say do you think it's like German related, but I think it's it's very intentional that they made him look. I uh, think so too. Like hey, and, this guy's evil. And yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I could sort of get the the notion that he was a future version of one of the characters, but uh, just determining on who it was. Like, I was assumed. The only thing- I assumed he was Noah when he was older, but hmm. uh, that yeah, that was one of my guesses too. Uh, my my guess so was, was him or uh, yeah. or Barrett's because he was the oh, only really? future or person Bart- that they hadn't shown. You know what I mean? Bart- uh, you mean Bartos, right? Yeah, Bartos. Yeah. I always fuck up his name. I yeah. was like Barrett's from Final Fantasy Seven. <laughs> um, no, I true because we don't know much. I, truthfully, I thought Noah was Bartos. By the way, but that's not true either. No. <laughs> Spoiler. Alert, I, I remember we in our, went to twenty one. Uh, yeah, our season one episode I thought I thought that too, and then I was like, Well, I guess not. You're so like, maybe, is this maybe guy he's is this Adam. fucking it's almost like is this fucking kid nice or good now? I don't are you bad or good? I don't know anymore. <laughs> Fuck man, he got kinda showed up. It's confused. Uh so let's move on. In, we then jump to June twenty uh, first, twenty twenty. So they have six days to the apocalypse. So this whole season is kind of a Majora's mask kind of setup of like, hey, there's impending doom happening and What's everybody going to do to try to prevent it or, you know, because there's time-traveling wizards and stuff like that, I guess. <laughs> it's so hard. To, it's I'm telling you, it's so hard to explain this show to anyone that hasn't seen the show. It really like, is. What's, Maritoji is like trying to say it in a sentence. It's like, mm, okay. I mean, for, you to- have to reveal the time travel right out the gate. And you're like, well, you know, it has to do with time travel. But, you know, like funny that first. Yeah, go ahead, Nubu. That, that first season, especially how the trailer was, they don't really tell you that. You're, it's more like the mystery of kids disappearing, and it's. I thought it was more thing. like a horror, like a yeah, horror one, like a I'm horror. Like, this so. is, in a way, there are some pretty horrific things in here, but it's more a um, sci-fi th- mystery, sci-fi I guess. thriller mystery. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all yeah. three. Yeah. So, um, so there we're back in Vin- Winden. It's been, I want to say, seven months, right, from the end of the first season. Yeah. And basically, there is a new character introduced here. His name is Clausen. We do learn a bit more about him later. Uh, because he's a new character, I want to ask you guys. I'm just to tell you right now, I didn't think he was going to play as big of a role in this one. But then eventually he does. So uh, this guy is suspicious of everyone. And he seems to be kind of the outside voice of, like, what the fuck's going on in this fucking city or little town, you know? <laughs> it's kind of funny because, like, he's the guy that kind of, like, looking outside in, like, wait, what are you guys doing? And he's then... the only one that notices that everyone's just kind of, like, acting hella sus and shit. Oh, dude, everybody yeah. is, like, yeah. super suspicious. And he's the one, like, what do you mean? Like, because he's there to assist Charlotte, right? to find out about the kids and now that it's been seven months Ulrich's missing fucking uh Helge uh 
I mean, Helgi's not really missing, though. I don't know where we're at that. Yeah. Jonas is missing and Ulrich, for the most part, right? So they're like, where are these people? And mm-hmm. But it's crazy because like... he's he's making a dent, but only from, like, the ground level as far as, like, the disappearance of children goes. Like, the like I guess the real-world grounded crimes, not, like, like time travel no, yeah. or anything like oh, that. Oh, no, and he's not crazy. aware of time travel, no. No, yeah. yeah but he's I th- he's but the only he- one. You're right. He's the only one that's actually, like, trying to do his job yeah. and not make it sound super weird. <laughs> Everybody else is like, we have to find the time portal. And he's like, wait, what? I'm trying to find some three missing kids. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So what did you think about him, though, uh, Nabil? No, it's the same. He's just he was definitely the voice of uh, reason and was really approaching it more from like a I'm a police officer trying to figure out what's been going on here. And why the hell does this whole town have a secret? Like they've done something wrong and nobody's cooperating with me, even though, you know, these people are missing. And it doesn't help that he's weird as fuck. As it is, he's, too. A, little he's a little. I mean, Dude, he's he's, scene, he's in his forties yeah. and he doesn't drive, so he <laughs> he okay, needs a ride everywhere. <laughs> he's like, oh, can I get a ride with you? And then it's just like because uh, Charlotte is so aware of like what's going on, you can just tell she's just like, god damn it, I gotta bring this fucking guy with and stuff. So, yeah. uh, some other key events: uh, Katharina, who is uh, Ulrich's um, wife, is searching the case for answers during this time. And Martha finally breaks up with Bartos, which I think was kind of already obvious because he's yeah. been working with Noah, kind of, in a way. And um, I will say this much, adult Jonas finally, so he was known as the stranger in the first season, uh, reveals himself to his mother, Hannah, who during this time, right before he walks in, is almost thinking about killing herself. So what did you guys think about that? I think that it was, you know, an important moment to, to see that, she felt like she's pretty much lost everything at this point. Doesn't know why she's there and what she's doing. Um, so it's I've heard the town is very sad. <laughs> it's a yeah, it's it's like, not a place to go for happiness. Nobody wants to go. Yeah, I don't know why I you're think, there. I think she's trying to kill herself because she because as you guys if, a little recap here. End of the first season, she is blackmailing Alexander to, and he she basically tells Alexander to like. And, uh, ruin Ulrich's life or in the point like you know destroy it and because uh, Ulrich goes to the past people think he's actually probably dead or missing so I think she thinks that Alexander went through and hired like a hitman or some shit to get rid of him so the guilt yeah yeah so yeah. the guilt eating her up I I just, like yeah. from what I like about that scene specifically is that they just ripped a band-aid and reveal that the stranger is her son and they don't dance around it and oh I like God, that. Yeah. It's like just just get to it, and then we'll deal yep. with those consequences after. That's what I'm saying. Like if this it's, was any other, if this was game, uh, if this was season one through six of Game of Thrones, it would be like a whole season of this. Exactly. Not, not and the last I like season. how they how they undermine that and just completely go, mm-hmm. you know, they just go with it and they're like, no, we're just gonna reveal what's going on. We're not gonna pull that bullshit and just have you just waiting would on you, the edge of your seat. Would you guys have believed him though? I'd have been like, okay, you could have created a scar. You could have killed right. my son. He told you this story. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's kind of hard to believe. <laughs> but, uh, this is yeah. where he spilled the pancake shit. I'd have been like, you might have just got that story from the motherfucker. I mean, Dude, yes I, and I, no. I got to say, the one thing I do have, just a small gripe, if anything, is just like everybody kind of believes people pretty quick. You're like, okay. They just kind of accept we'll it. Roll with it, okay. But, but see, I, I like that. It worked for me because I'm so sick and tired of the whole, like, I don't believe you for like, way too long until finally something seasons. happens and it's too late yeah i'm i'm glad that 
it, I just it pictured the scene from Hook where they're uh, sitting at the table, <laughs> and Marco's the guy just like throws the food, and he's like, he believes. <laughs> <laughs> no, because so. he he was picking stories that he knows for a fact that only them two would know that this it's yeah. not anything that he would say to anybody. So I, I like that. I'm like, that's that's exactly when she how gave you him a hug. Do, trust. do you think he just stunk like ass? I just kept thinking about it. I'm like, let this man take a shower first before you embrace him. But that There's was cool. No I like. <laughs> he was, he was in the hotel showers. for like a week, though. Uh, one last thing I do, I want to mention real quick too. During this time period, Alexander has his men move that truck of radioactive waste, by the way, to the power plant. So that comes back a little bit later. So um, I liked it though, Hannah. This is almost like, oh, man, I really want to like Hannah sometimes, but. It, it doesn't make it hard, easy. Changes. Yeah, yeah. This they, one, I was like, man, I'm feeling it for. Her. She's finally like Eunice, and then I was like, man, Hannah's the most evil person in the show. Yeah, they they strung you along the first few episodes, and then like dude, we'll get into that. We'll seven, get into that, yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. Wait till we'll episode get. seven. You're just like, what the fuck, dude? Bro, really? when that happened, I literally I said to Tyson Bill, I was like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was done. So we have one more time period as well. As you guys remember, at the end of season one, Jonas was transported 33 years ahead of time. Excuse me, to the year 2053. So Jonas is still stuck in the uh, basically the apocalypse. He was knocked out by the uh, Silja, the translator for um, who we find out Elizabeth is alive. Who is this? Is where we kind of this is where you got to connect things, guys. Elizabeth is um, Francisca's sister. And Charlotte's daughter, she's the one that's deaf. That was contacted by uh, Noah. Gave her a watch in season one, if you if you recall. So she's still alive, and she's kind of like the leader of the free people, I guess. They don't really tell you, but she seems like she's like the big dog in town. So she basically is forbidding people from going to the power plant because uh, it's called the dead zone, the penalty of death. You even see a scene where they kill two people, I think, right? Or one guy, one or two guys. Like they get hung and they just die. Yep. So uh, Jonas is there as well in the dead zone, but he ignores her because he's trying to get his way back to 2019 slash 2020. And when he's in there, he sees the um, sphere, which we we find out is called the God God particle. So, and that is kind of the thing that triggers time travel and how you can create it. It's the same. It's the same sphere at the end of season one where he reached out and him and Helge did the ET touch with the fingers and they swapped <laughs> positions and it was wild. <laughs> He's like ET Elliot. <laughs> so um, I really like the twenty fifty three scenes. They have like a um, kind of like a it's kind of weird like the division kind of it kind of looks like it a little bit right. Oh yeah, everybody like, starts to the teeth and yeah. Yeah, it's like there's just ash just flying around everywhere. Like things have happened. It's post-apocalyptic. It's a little they're bit. They're pulling of stuff out of their backpacks and then like yeah, scavenging they're wearing, for stuff. They're wearing masks too and stuff like that. And I was like, wait, what year is this? So uh, I really like the look of it all, and I think Jonas's story is the most interesting out of everyone's little subplot going on. Obviously, because you know, ultimately, it, it, it centers around Jonas and. He's been out there for seven months though, and he's just still just like trying to get back and. It's kind of his is like probably the creepiest stuff. Is that what I would say is what he comes across? So, uh, what did you think, Marco? Yeah, I, I agree. J- Jonas is the center of the story, and like you said, his stuff is creepy because we're seeing it through the same perspective. Like he's experiencing things for the first time, just as the audience, and we feel kind of centered and connected to him because of that, because he's the only one that kind of 
in a way knows what's going on but doesn't at the same time he he gets like you know every once in a while he gets an inch more of information and we're like oh okay and and every time he's lost we're like yeah we're we're right there with you and Mm -hmm. it's it's i think that whenever for the most part whenever he's whatever timeline he's in whatever his character is discovering or doing is what moves the the plot along or unfolds more of the story yeah i agree uh what about you Nubo? right i mean i feel the same jonas is is definitely the main character of this and throughout this throughout the season they're alluding that you know he's or not even alluding this outright say that he is the key to everything um I think what's interesting about the scenes going into the future specifically was that you don't really know what's happening yet, what's what's going to happen. And so then you finally see what they're talking about, the apocalypse, and you realize, oh, shit, something something really fucked up everybody. And we don't know who's still alive or who's gone or what's going on and, and how they got to that point. And what's funny, too, is that... Um, well i don't think you quite know exactly who it is yet but like elizabeth over there is essentially i think she recognizes him and so she's, she's i think all she knows about, who he is yeah yeah i think i'm pretty sure she knows who he yeah. is. yeah and so she's focused on you know she doesn't know what his his deal is with what's going on but at the same time wants to make sure that he's you know taken care of so he he's getting a bit of special privilege compared to everybody else that's there a which is bit, interesting, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's move on, guys, to episode two now. This is uh, titled Dark Matter. So in 87, uh, a big plot point of here is uh, we go back to uh, Mikael, who is living life as Michael, and Inus is his guardian, and he's you know, not fitting in because he's wearing the shortest goddamn shorts you could have found <laughs> for school, by the way. I was just like, come on, man. Don't dress this guy like he's from the 50s. Um, yeah, they're like in 87. Give me a break yeah. here. Yeah, I was like, bro, I was almost alive at this point. I don't got no old photos of this shit. So it must be um, a Europe thing. I don't know. Maybe it was. It's very, very German. <laughs> uh, Claudia, older Claudia, visits herself to uh, let her know, like, hey, I buried a fucking time machine in the backyard. Check it out. And we get back to Egon, uh, the police officer from the first season that just him and those Nielsen boys just don't get along too well. So he's uh, suffering from cancer. But uh, he's retired, and even in um, 1987, he's still thinking about the fucking arrest he made of Ulrich. Yeah. And it turns out Ulrich is still alive from the previous time of, uh, in 53, like he's been at the psycho uh, psychiatric ward the whole time. So he goes there to interview him, and he basically is just, um, you know, it doesn't go well. They just, these two people have never liked each other, so it's it's funny, so... But one thing I, I want to bring up uh, on this time is I thought – I didn't realize that was a new actor playing Ulrich, by the way. I assumed it was uh, the same guy in makeup and long hair. But no, that's a completely different actor. They chose, yeah. like, literally the best person They They to do get a fantastic <laughs> yeah. job with casting yeah. in this show. Like, some of the best that I have seen in years. I, I'm yeah. just thrown back that they're able to find these people that look just – damn near like all, all i will say this versions. much we, th- there's an older version of magnus we see later that i swear to god i can't i don't know how they found someone with the same eye dude like, yes distance from his nose i was like <laughs> dude how did they right? find this guy Down he looks exactly like him. his fucking yeah. lips the shape of his lips i was like what the fuck 
Yeah, this is I insane. knew it, it, it's, it's crazy because normally you see a new character, like, I don't know what the fuck that is, but I saw that. I was like, dude, is that fucking older Magnus? Like, <laughs> yeah. oh my God. Like, I knew it right off the bat. I was like, oh my God, they did fucking amazing. Uh, so what did you guys think about this uh, period of this one? Uh, this is not much happens, truthfully. It's just kind of one of the things that keeps, uh, it's going to keep going for the other episodes, I'd say, so. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a lead into what's really going to be going on, but it is interesting to see, uh, you know, Mikko kind of go into that that lifestyle and have forcibly adapt um, into yeah. something he can't control. Um, and it, it shows you that he is telling Ines, like, oh, it's my mom's birthday today, and she's like, we don't talk about that. Yeah. So and she kind of is like, yeah. And I don't know if she's thinking that he's crazy or not either. Is it just that Because I felt like she kind of believed him in the first Yeah, one. This that's one, what I was thinking, Not so too. much in this season. But she it has been seven on. months, though, right? Yeah, so maybe she's so just maybe... kind of moved on from it, and she's like, this is yeah. what it is now. Yeah. See, I, I disagree. I think she does believe him. She just is afraid to lose him. You... Like, she doesn't want to lose, like, think uh, so? another... Yeah, she doesn't want him taken away. She feels already so attached to him that, it, it, yeah. it to her, it is her son. And seems to willingly ignore the fact that it's very difficult for him to acclimate himself to another time period. I mean, he's still young and it's, you know, it's still so freaking traumatic for him to experience all that, especially because we found out, we find out later on the reason why he ended up time traveling, which I was like, damn, that's fucked up. Yeah. Egon, uh, I still kind of stand by my statement from our first episode where he is, I think he is a good cop. I think that he, he it's just very hard to put all these clues together, but he does sense and does realize that something is off. He it's doesn't necessarily like, know why. What if it was time travel? <laughs> That's <laughs> the only thing that no he's sense. not. <laughs> because he has the same clues that Charlotte in the future has as a cop, and even she's not able to put you know all the pieces together so it's because both... all the everything you need is like a weird wacky fucking explanation exactly yeah. but they but they're both like able to to travel? suspect so he's just sort of in in retirement living with the regret of not being able to figure out what the fuck was all that weird shit that happened he keeps reading that same quote like why didn't why did he go through the forest like he's been yeah, reading yeah. It for like 33 fucking years like oh, let it go bro yeah because it's because it, it's so weird you know yeah, it's a strange. It's it's something that uh, sticks out to him. Yeah, so he definitely wants to kind of know more about it. You know, uh, jumping back to twenty twenty, we're now down to five days before the apocalypse. Uh, we just have a quick scene with Clausen and Charlotte are interviewing Regina, who is even more sick in this season. She loses her hair, so and she just reveals that the stranger left all this shit in his room, basically at the hotel. And basically, <laughs> I mean, that's dirty. what it is. <laughs> I mean, yes, she does. He left all dirty shit. socks and shit in there. It made no sense. She's like, he took a shit in the fucking corner. Uh, so, it's like, growing. Charlotte is yeah, it's turned to a creature. Didn't uh, even wipe is, his ass. The, the roll was fresh. Swamp thing came out of there, bro. Uh, and ba- I mean, not much. They just go through his stuff, and they're like, this guy was fucking weird. Charlotte starts questioning things. She's like, I don't never know who my father was. It's some big foreshadowing for, for coming yeah. up. Yeah, and the biggest thing is, uh, Jonas kind of he finally gets Hannah to understand like where, that he is from, like he's a traveler, right? So because he brings Hannah uh, to him, and to, I mean, in a way, shows her how to use the machine, which is you know shoots him in the foot in a way, I guess. Yeah. For later, and they go back to eighty-seven, and she sees uh, Mikkel in Inus's house, and it's just like that's you know she remembers how he looks too, so it's kind of like oh, this is all coming together, right? So. 
Uh, the biggest thing though in this in this uh, next part is in 2053. Jonas learns about the God Particle, right? And he is trying to steal fuel because the machine itself that can kind of like control or I guess not make it as agitated. The God Particle is runs on gasoline, so <laughs> of course, um, <laughs> um, sort of, yeah. Yeah, or whatever it is, fuel, or whatever the fuck it is. So he's trying to take it, but then he's caught by Elizabeth. Uh, there's a scene where he's being hung, basically. But then I think Nabil, like we talked about, I think she, you know, she has some, like, guilt about it, so she shoots him down. Although, and I mean, like, she straight up was about to murder him, though. So He got shot really, in the leg. Yeah, by yeah. the way, I, I gotta bring this up. That looked painful as hell, like the scars <laughs> he has around his neck. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotten rope burn before pretty bad, but, I mean... <laughs> That shit was like yikes! Like, and it looked. I mean, shout uh, shout out to the makeup crew because that thing looked like it was like fresh for like three episodes, man. Yeah, I was like, that's nasty. So, uh, they go. He gets back in there though. Silja is uh the girl that knocked him out at the end of season one, and basically they free him, and she goes with Jonas inside to uh the dead zone to back to the reactor, and it. Goes under control and Jonas basically walks into it, and that's the end of the episode. What did you guys overall think of that? With any thoughts on it? Going back to Jonas showing his mother how to use the the time machine, or at least showing her that time travel is real, I was sort of on the edge of my seat because this is the type of situation where shows will do that and it doesn't work, and he's he. he the person just looks even crazier, and I thought that was going to happen. And I was like, "Please, please don't go that route. Don't, mm, don't make the machine a, fail." A millennial and Falcon so... in Empire Strikes Back kind of move. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I, like again, I can't praise the show enough for just doing this and not. Uh, I guess Marco, subverting much, expectations, but the, the time machine has never not worked. Actually, if you think about it, true. So that thing is. Yeah. I mean, I, I I'm not trying to sound. Like racist, but the Germans make a pretty solid product. <laughs> if you might, no, if you know what I mean. But with with everything that's been happening with Jonas and everything and all his experiences, I would I would imagine that maybe it got damaged or something, or maybe you know even the the future one or the compact one runs on a certain type of fuel. I figured it would be out or something. Something would happen that prevented him from from using it. But yeah. I'm glad it didn't. I'm glad that yeah. the the show is just moving forward and making sense. So yeah, that's that's just one of the no, things I want I to point out. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. What about you? And uh, yeah, Nibble? actually, there's a reason why he had to steal gas for that particular machine. I just realized that yeah, it was gasoline that they used, and later on in the season we find out why. To a point. Yes. To a point. Yeah. Uh, Nibble? Yeah. This is to me where you start once once he goes through the uh, portal, that things really start to get a bit confusing about the time traveling. Like, right now, they're still kind of easing you back into all the threads of, here's what's happening. to these people. It moves pretty quick after this. I'll, yeah, yeah, I agree. Basically, right after this, it's where it's like, try to keep up, figure out where everybody is and who this person is and what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I do like this episode, especially because I don't think, if I recall, you don't spend much more time in 2053 after this. It's like a small scene later on. But this One more amazing. later, yeah. Yeah. That's it. So... So it's good to kind of be able to to get some feel of what everybody's going through there, and then for uh, Jonas to be able to go and essentially find a way to activate the the whatever machinery over there um, by himself, 
you know, it's it's uh, just kind of unraveled everything everybody believed in. <laughs> to be like, it doesn't, you're not supposed to go there. And he's like, fuck the rules. I'm going to do it myself anyways. So, um, he's trying yeah, to get you, back to Martha, man. He, that's, that's the only driving force that he's got. But yeah, I mean, like this, this is one of the last slow episodes before it really starts uh, going all crazy. Slow. What are you talking about? No, I was kidding. <laughs> Um, I think the pacing works pretty well in this. Oh, pacing is fine, but I mean, like as far as the plot, there wasn't too much. It was more just trying to get touch base of what everybody's at, really. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's move on to episode three, which is titled "Ghosts." Uh, this one only goes to, uh, between two time periods, like you, as you said, the bill. Sometimes it jumps a little further back, sometimes not. But in 1954, basically Helge, who was missing for months because, um. Ulrich had beat him up, and then, like we talked about, he did a little touch with um, uh, Jonas, and then he went in the bunker. He returns. He doesn't talk to anyone but Noah, who he spent all that time with building that new time machine, and then he kind of has like a um, uh, Stockholm Syndrome, I'd say. He actually really likes Noah, and only when Noah comes over does he actually like show any emotion and he actually like hugs him and it's like, Oh, this is Noah's got to play it off. Like, this is weird. I don't know this fucking kid. Uh, during this time as well, Doris, which who is, uh, Ulrich's mother that we, uh, we, you know, we hear about in the, we saw in the first season where she moves to Winden. Uh, she's cheating on Egon. That's not Ulrich's. I'm sorry. Doris is God damn. This is where it gets complex. Who the fuck? Doris and Egon. That means it is Regina's parents. Yeah. That's who it is. Yeah. Regina's grandparents, who is Claudia's parents. There, it's Claudia's parents. Whew. Off I would tell you, there's a lot of characters. It's easy to get so, lost. Doris cheated on them with Agnes, who we kind of... Agnes is Ulrich's mom. Sorry. So, uh, Doris and Agnes are having this little thing. She's, um, you know... She's hanging out with her quite a bit. Uh, we find out that Agnes is a former member of Sigmundus and is Noah's sister, actually. Which is kind of cool. So a connection, dun, meaning dun, dun. Noah is actually Ulrich's uncle. Yes. So if you want to look at that. Uh, basically, Agnes meets up with Noah, and uh, she is... I don't know if this is true or not, but it appears that she actually betrays Claudia by telling uh, Noah where to find the missing pages of the journal. Yeah, right. And during this time as well, Claudia just visits Townhouse, and she just gives, you know... I, truthfully, there's not much that happens this one. Like, she runs into her dad, and he kind of knows it's her because of her eyes, because she has one color... I think one's green, one's brown or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then during this time as well, Claudia encounters Noah in the forest... And after a showdown, he just shotgun blasts her. He gets the um, the missing pages, and we truly we don't know what it says still, but it like it really pisses him off, and it, he's like he's super like shocked to see what it says. And he when Adam asks him if he found the pages, he he says no. And then during this time as well, Egon still in 1954 is trying to interview Helgi because he came back and. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't get anything, and, he, and you see that Ulrich is still there. It's been seven months, and he's, I guess because of medication, he's not talking too well. What did you guys think overall of the 1954 sequence in here, though? Quite a bit happens, obviously. I mean, I think it's the most backstory you're going to get from Noah is all kind of wrapped up into this this part of it, and just... just we finally learn more about him, Yeah, because he's always kind of been the 
the mysterious one. You don't really know what's going on, and and this story really reveals pretty like you you learn eighty percent about his his background right here. But I mean, again, it is, it is still a bit of the slower episodes, but a lot of good exposition for and character development, which again is what we were talking about before. Where I feel like, especially in this season. Everybody gets a fair amount of time. You get to learn more about the character and and their motivations. Mm-hmm. So this yeah, was definitely. just definitely, at least as part of it, dedicated to to finding more about that from his family. Noah. Yeah, I I agree. I think it's cool that you get to know more about Noah and kind of start to question. Wait, is this guy bad? Like, what's going on here? Because he seems to be working for Sigmundus and for Adam and. I, I know, like, in the first season, I was like, man, fuck this guy. He looks evil as fuck, <laughs> you know? And now I'm like, wait a minute. I know he killed dude in the first episode, but this is all yeah. kind of seeming like he's being manipulated. Even after he shot good Claudia, you're like, mm, she yeah. kind of had it coming, though, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? But, deserved it. Okay, that, that, that is what sort of was like, no, no, okay, never mind. He is kind of evil. So this season kind of has you on a back and forth with Noah the more I, that gets revealed I'll, I'll say, though, when you find out why he's doing it, though, it actually is yeah. like, oh, he has, like, a he, there's a reason why. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Adam ultimately is, like, the most evil. Like, but it, it's in, it's insane that you're starting to see that, I mean, even him being related to Agnes, which means he's related to Ulrich, which also would mean he's related to Jonas because Ulrich is Jonas's grandfather. Yeah, just which is insane. You start to see like all these familiar connections, and throughout the show, too, like Mads got kidnapped by him, right? Technically, so yeah, he killed his own nephew, right? Yup. Yeah, and he also killed. He also, yeah. There's a yeah. Throughout the show, like they they show this giant family tree portrait, and you start to like connect the dots, and you're wondering like, why are there only two sides? And the show kind of reveals, oh, okay, that's why. But yeah, uh, even though this show focused more on the characters, more on the plot, it still helped in revealing more about how each one is connected and, and kind of still helped move the story forward, I think. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so we jump to 87 where Egon visits older Ulrich at the asylum. He tells him like, hey, like Egon is because um, Ulrich is telling him like a quote from a song, too. And I think it like threw him off. And he's basically saying stuff that reminds him of like Mikkel when he was saying like, hey, I'm not from this time and all this stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And after doing all this as well, he shows Ulrich a photo of Mikkel. He realizes like, wait, he's here. And then he attacks him. Shit gets weird. They fight. And basically the episode ends with Claudia. Um, visiting Helge real quick. She talks to him, but then she uses the time machine to travel to 2020. She sees her daughter dying at home because of the cancer and stuff. So uh, this is really quick. Once again, this is, I think this is really just part of the plot that keeps going for a few more episodes just to kind of show that Egon's kind of getting close to it. And yeah. um, Ulrich himself is, man, I can't believe he stayed that long at that fucking place. Like he didn't, yeah, it's I don't know forever. if I, I would have been like, I'm just going to kill myself. But I mean, no one believes oh. you because you sound crazy as fuck. You're like, also, I don't, I don't mean to backtrack, but I, I just want to point out that I, I, it was a really like nice scene when Claudia visits Egon back in 1953, and she says she says that quote to him that her younger self repeats to him in that. Oh yeah, episode. definitely. That's how he and knows. I was like, and oh man, that was such that, a touching scene. Where that's kind of like, that's kind of where it also hints at like he's starting to like wait a minute. Yeah, up. So. yeah, absolutely. But sorry, I didn't mean to. Backtrack. No, I that's I just fine. Want to point that out. No, no, that's that's a good scene. 
Uh, like I said, I don't think there's much for this last section for the most part. It just kind of keeps the plot going. So, All right. Uh, with that being said, uh, let's jump to uh, episode four. Then it is called the Travelers. So Jonas wakes up because he went into the God Particle, and he is in 1921. So he actually meets the younger Noah and Agnes, by the way, who's there. So it kind of confirms, like, oh, these are the people. So he tries to head back to 2020 through the portal, but he finds that he's stuck because the portal has yet to be built. And so this is kind of the bigger thing here. What happens, this is a big plot point, is Noah takes Jonas to the church there. There are some fucking secret passages and shit. It gets real, real creepy. And he meets the older Noah who's there too. It's kind of like a, it's a, like a James Bond moment. Like, oh, it's shit. a California no reveal. And then he meets Adam, who tells him that he is Jonas. That's older Jonas. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys think of this? Starting with you, Nabil. I mean, it was I. I didn't expect it when they made the reveal. I I was just expecting it to be like oh, older Noah or maybe some, <laughs> you know, some <laughs> off the It's gonna guy. be. I thought he was going to say California Raisin, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, he definitely has California that. California Raisin. He heard it through the grapevine, bro. <laughs> Literally. He had his little hat on. Punk- <laughs> with their um, They're all dancing. <laughs> but yeah, I was just surprised. Like, I didn't didn't expect that. And and honestly, it kind of came off just like very suddenly. Like, he's like, I'm just you. And I'm like, oh, he's just... There's no real buildup to it. And then they kind of just go through the history to kind of click everything together so you don't at least i didn't as i'm watching as i was watching this um feel that there was anything nefarious going on you know he made me just listening to him talk to himself i just felt like okay so he's trying to be real with him let him know what's going on this is the things you're going to need to do to get back to mata you know and all that fun stuff that's (laughs) yeah and that was pretty much it so yeah i'll say this much for for me it it opened it up where it's like what happened, you know? Because, like, yeah. how did he go from looking like this guy to goddamn Emperor Palpatine, right? <laughs> and, Which he kind of says later on in the show. Well, he's, like, traveling. He says it there. He's, like, travel. Yeah, yeah. we're not meant to travel so much. Supposedly, yeah. right? That's Supposedly. what he says. Because yeah. it's... Because yeah. it requires a lot of radiation, and the radiation fucked him up. That's why. True. So, I mean, he must have been doing it quite a bit, obviously. Yeah. And, it's only till later that he decided to start to wear a radiation to wear the suit. suit. I'm like, oh, it's kind of too late, bro. Yeah. It's when he too wears late. the suit at the end, I was like, that's just like a, that's like a smoker <laughs> quitting, and they're like, you already got the emphysema, bro. You might as well just roll with this shit. Too late now. It ain't gonna matter. Like, no, I, I'm gonna quit now. I'm like, you should have quit 25 years ago. Um. Yeah. So. I thought definitely. I was like, so is this like this is like another pathway? Like, oh, how do you become evil and shit? And why is he using Noah and all his fucking archetypes to like do his bidding? And why were the kidnapping kids? Oh, he's trying yeah, to more questions than answers so, like, for sure. Yeah, it was just like he's 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 lived it and he's but he's like I've already done all this shit, so you don't have to do what I have to do. Is kind of what he's getting at. And like you can go back and save her. I'm like God. I've seen this in every goddamn time traveling movie. So and then you I, find I out he's some... the one that's been kind of like narrating as well too so. right yeah i i got some back to the future vibes on this one a little bit oh cause, same here because just here. like in uh back to future three where he goes to the past and he tries to he, they have to go over the bridge and they're like oh the bridge isn't built yet i'm like kind of the same thing where yeah. jonas sees that the, the pathway the portal isn't there yet he's too far in the past 
With I like the how whole... everyone, but real quick, Mark, I like how everyone <laughs> though is always just trying to save the world, and no one is like used this. Been like, right? I know every World Series winner for the next forty five <laughs> years. Rich, for real. Yeah. I'm rich well, as fuck. Well, <laughs> we we know someone later on that uses it for personal gain and does something really fucked up. And we'll get to that. Oh, but I mean, yeah, yeah, petty shit. And it's not too. to get rich. <laughs> it's petty shit, or, petty or is shit. it? But yeah, maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> with the with the whole Jonas reveal being Adam. At first, as soon as it happened, I paused the show and I was like, fuck you. Not in a bad way, but I was just like, damn, I, it was right under our noses. But I, I was like, damn, of course it's him. I thought, I thought Marco was going to say, I paused the show. I had to beat off real quick. I came right back. After. <laughs> I had to just crank one out, like, man. I'm I ready. Don't know what, I was sweating my ass sweat, off. Sweat, sweat down my forehead. I'm ready now. Well, Give it to let me. me clear. Let me clear my head. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck are we? What year is this? But yeah, it's it's crazy. Where like you, I guess you live long enough to become the villain at this point. You know, dude, I had you, just yeah. seen fucking Dark Knight, <laughs> yes, the, the same night, and I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I was like, wow. Oh, I was like, Nabil's like, what a twist. And so. that's where my that's truly where my opinion of Noah. Definitely started to change around. Like this son of a bitch, all that evil shit was you. It was never. I was blaming Noah the whole time. I mean, yeah, he yeah. was manipulated, but still, like I, I was like, damn, this, what happened? Yeah, it was, it was weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what did you think, uh, Nibble? Overall, I know you said that uh, it that it was like a reveal that it, you didn't see. You didn't see it coming. Is what I get right? I did not. No. Okay, I didn't see it coming either. I I personally thought Adam was Noah because I was like, it must be the same. I thought because Noah and his younger self. So I was like, we haven't seen a third version of Noah, so maybe it's someone else, right? right so that's right, right. that's why I, I I gradually went to. I was like, oh, it must be him in the future, yeah. and then that's why he grabbed his older selves to help him. But now it adds even more complexity when it's uh, Adam slash Jonas, right? And he's the one that is literally going in and like, yeah, I'm using all these people to get what I want. I, I, I thought it was so. Bartos just because Noah was training him and showing him and stuff. And like I said, like, true, he was the only one true, that had yeah. been shown. And I was like, oh, I can see that too. In. Yeah. Uh, let's jump. So we go back to 2020 where Jonas and Hannah actually meet up with Charlotte and Peter at the bunker. Because Charlotte and Peter are both aware of the time travel because of the episode one. So uh, they show Katharina. She shows up, but she thinks they're fucking crazy. She's the only one that actually at first is just like, you guys are nuts. Like, are you fucking kidding me? So they show the 1987 version of Claudia. She time travels to 2020, goes to the library, doesn't know how to use an iPad, which makes sense. You know, she's like, where is this? And uh, Marco's ex-girlfriend's there, and she's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so they she finds out... Ego- <laughs> they find out Ego... <laughs> I was like, blast from the past for all of us today. Uh, so Egon, she finds out her dad dies in 87, like, mysteriously. So she's trying to do one of those back to the future slash... Uh, time traveler's wife thing where she's like i gotta prevent this shit from happening she's trying to find out who killed doc brown i get it <laughs> basically and as we know for those things it just doesn't really work out that well a lot of times <laughs> clausen though we go back to clausen inspector he's interviewing alexander who he just fucking hates by the way just with a passion you find out later because you know alexander uh took his wife's last name and clausen's like why do you do that that's weird you know uh we get back to the nielsen kids finally 
and uh, also Charlotte and Peter's kids, Francisca and Elizabeth. So Martha, Magnus, Francisca, and Elizabeth are in the caves. They're trying to find their friend too. It's been months, you know. Martha's Stranger Things ended shit. up, you know, it, like, a little bit, right? And Scooby Doo. <laughs> uh, they find, yeah, but they find Bartos <laughs> just just chilling in the cave with that time He's, machine. So close. <laughs> He gets and they, caught red-handed. And Magnus, like, <laughs> who is like the biggest guy, just you know, they kind of whoop his ass real quick. I think they hog tie him, and yeah, then they leave yeah. him in the cave, yep. which is, is kind of fucked up. Like, all right, we're not going to show us how to use your time machine. They don't. They're not aware it's a time machine, by the way. They just take it. They're like, this looks fancy. What's going on? Are you the reason behind Ulrich and Jonas's disappearance? And then uh, by the end of that sh- episode two, Katharina finds a photo from 87 and she notices that uh, Nikkel is in the photo. So like, like prod is day. And so she, she understands like, oh, that future Jonas is real. So what did you, before we jump, because there is one more little thing at the end. Actually, I'll just go over it real quick. Not much happens in 2053. I think this is damn near the last time you get the 2053 shot. So Silja is there, and Elizabeth finds her, and they just talk about knowing about the God Particle. There's not much that happens. That's pretty much it, yeah. There's not much. So I'll start with you, Marco. What did you think about the end of the episode and what they find out in 2020 and such? I think this this episode had a lot packed into it, and I, I like it's one of yes. my favorite ones be because of it, and I like how you slowly start to reveal even more mysteries surrounding. The town of Winden, particularly with Alexander and Clausen, just trying to figure out why is this dude hella sus and why did he appear out yeah. of nowhere from 1987? And because like, you kind of like forget so about that too, it? like we just kind of accept it, but we never really question it. So I'm kind of glad that it it really starts to unravel the thread on that and and find out like why and specifically why did he marry Regina too? The whole Martha, yeah. Magnus, Francisca, and Elizabeth thing. I liked how they teamed up against Barrett's because he was, or Bartos, excuse me, because he was getting kind of annoying. And he had been silent for like the past seven months, disappearing, not being in contact with anything, only f- to find out that he kind of has an inkling of what the hell's going on and refuses to tell them. And I, I was clapping when Magnus socked him in the face. I was like, there you go. Mainly because I have a, a soft spot for Magnus. He's got a cool name. I don't know. He's just... He just seems like he's fun to party with. I don't know. I told you, remember? His name means great in Latin. Yeah. You know? he's, <laughs> and, he's probably destined to do something big. So, And yeah, yeah it's fucked up that they left him, in, left Barrett's in the cave, uh, but... Bartos? Bartos in the cave. Fuck. I'm going to get it right. I, w- I was on a roll. I was getting it right up until you now. You did, yeah. Just because I'm all heated about it. And I'm, I'm glad that they left him there because even though they, they didn't know at the time that he he did know about the whole time travel thing, like we knew, and I felt... I feel like... Am I right in assuming, though, that like like Noah kind of left him? Like he doesn't know what... He's yeah, like, I'm just walking around the fucking... I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here anymore. That's what I was going to yeah, bring up, he, too. Because he, he, he only yeah. gave him really like partial instructions. Yeah, exactly. They gave no. him a little bit of instructions at the beginning, and like he just came back from doing something. I have no idea what he did, and we don't really, and unless I missed something, I don't think we really learn what he is doing for Noah throughout the season. He just is kind of well, like he was originally going to be the one that delivered something in the end of season one. Remember? Cause yeah, like, you got to be here at this time. But they foiled that plot, and he's like, shit. Mm-hmm. But I, so, I, th- I think his purpose was to give them the access to the time machine because without that 
none of the other events that happen in the future episodes could happen. Yeah, that. more than likely. Like, Adam sure. would have known that, too. So he would yeah. have been like, so he has he, to have this. He knew exactly what to tell him to confuse yeah. him enough to just be like, oh, well, I guess, yeah, Cause, I'm, I'm going to Because he folds pretty damn easy by the time, yeah. Yeah. especially by the next episode. And it, it, it's kind of revealed like he's like, I have no fucking clue what I'm doing. Yeah. So. I, uh, I also liked how Katarina found out about Mikkel and how she just runs to the school and goes to through the records and you just have the big reveal that his picture is right there and how like the feelings that must be going inside her head how he was like right under their noses the whole time just right there and, and no one knew she's which, like Michael is my son which I mean in a small town like I, I understand like how how would anybody even suspect that but I mean it's like it's a fucking small town come on no one suspected but whatever yeah they're German, bro. They don't know. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, Michael has, uh, he had brunette hair, bro. He wasn't liked as much, so. Yeah. Uh, as, as far as the whole Silja and Elizabeth thing in 2053, I, I had a feeling Elizabeth knew about the God Particle. I think that me, I don't know, this is me theorizing. I think that she just blames that and the whole time travel thing for, like, what's happened to her and her family and everything. That's probably why she think, has, like, yeah. huge hatred towards it. She's also she's like trying to, she's trying the to like of some I, fucking cult. So you the, know. well, the thing is, they they have like a thing where they think they're going to like some kind of paradise or something, right? Yeah, yeah. You know? And she's trying to save her people from like, hey, don't go there. Like nothing good happens in this place. Right. And I get the vibe that we're gonna learn more by end of season three or throughout the last season. So oh, absolutely, I think we'll learn more about it. And it might be from like Noah telling like if she was with Noah, he talks about paradise all the time. So and I'll find with get a Bart religious name correctly. I know. And with religious things here, I think it's, I think it's one of those things where he probably started this thing and like she's just waiting for him to come back or maybe I, I don't know. So yeah, that's true. I, that's the vibe I get. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Nabil? Yeah, I mean, it's like I was saying, Bartos's whole s- story just seems to be a bit like I'm not sure what he's really doing, but maybe that's just his purpose is to have the machine at the right place at the right time. But um, the the I think that is the the biggest scene for me was with Katarina and her finally kind of coming to the realization of what was going on. And it's like, almost like she's like this. I would say this, this episode itself is like, like one more person knows like the real story of everything. Like they're, they're slowly getting everybody on board. So. Well, and it's kind of like what you were saying earlier, um, like where they just kind of tell everybody and everybody's on board with it. But if they didn't, she was like, mm, if, "Yeah, if they didn't, this that? is how each one they would have to spend time to play it out, right? That, that yeah. they'd have to have this whole long-winded, you know, uh, hey, she just needed one the, photo. God knows if it was doctored, she right. just rolled with it. <laughs> yeah, she's like, okay, I believe them now. But at least you know, it made me feel good that we finally got like through that part. Although she is still a bit like crazy. Uh, <laughs> you know, she's she's acting a little mad while Whoa. she's." going through figuring this out and she's just like angry at everybody and i mean i get it but also you know i need to calm her down. husband's I mean, missing she, if her you think about missing. it yeah in the last year she's found out a lot of crazy shit that her husband was cheating on her with hannah then her son disappears then he disappears and then you know she she feels a bit guilty also for being disconnected from her children because she's kind of like going through hard hard times yeah I mean, but that's the biggest takeaway over there. And, you know, you do get to see everybody else's kind of reaction to it, too. But, like, like again, like we were saying earlier, everybody seems to just accept it once you tell them. So, it has no real impact. 
Uh, so Katarina's reaction was really the thing that sold it for the episode to, to finally feel like, oh, okay, at least somebody thought this was all crazy and is slowly trying to come to realization that this is actually yeah. real. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to episode five, guys. Lost and found. Uh, in 1921, basically, Adam is talking with Jonas, basically. They have this little, you know, they're talking about loopholes that changes the past and the... Guard, pot- guard particle basically is going to take him to any time he wants. That's like the true nature. That's like what they're really trying to like own in on. It's like, hey, I don't want to just go every 33 years. I want to go to any time, you know? So uh, he talks to Jonas and basically tells him like, hey, go back to the time period right before your dad kills himself to convince him not to do it. So, um, I mean, there's really not much to talk about that part. That's just kind of just keeps it going from that point. Uh, in 87, Claudia goes back to visit Egon. She's uh, in this kind of a... Um, she wants to prevent his death because she saw it in 2020. Remember? She read the article. So she's trying to like figure out... like It just says like he mysteriously dies. She's like, what the fuck happened? So Ulrich is pulling off some great escape shit here. <laughs> and he... Because he wants to... Because he knows now that uh, Mikkel is actually alive in 1987. So he actually gets out kind of easily in a way i don't really that's why i'm like man he waited fucking 33 years or something to he needed just this. the motivation man that's it i guess man he was just like this is my time later. And he was probably just feeling defeated at that point you know I plus mean, all the drugs are pumping him pumping him that's with. true he gets out he gets to uh the house uh and actually Mikkel, he he actually talks to him they realize like hey that's his dad so they try to escape but the police get him because He's a he's little a, noisy. I don't know. He's, like, he's an he old man running a, in the woods. He so, could have done yeah. that a little more subtle. I mean, <laughs> damn, he damn near was like, let's go. And I was like, hide for a while, maybe? Lay low? Like, fuck. Uh, Inus gets some, and Ulrich goes back. So, I mean, there, once again, this is really straightforward. Not much of this either. I, I like the conversation Mikkel and um, Ulrich have. It's kind of nice. Like, oh, you know, he's been waiting so long. and Especially after seeing Mikkel um, not fit in with the people. Because, you know, he's from the future. That must have been weird growing up, is all I'm I can sure. really he's like, say. Well, when are we going to get cell phones? He's like, cell phones would... Anything that he ever has, a, like, a question on, he said, let me check my... Oh, never mind. <laughs> Let's go to the encyclopedias and find out. Uh, the last thing here is in 2020. So, Katharina is kind of on board with the time travel, and she wants to tell Magnus and Martha, like, hey, like, does this make sense? And Martha just goes the fuck off on her, because... It's been months, and like Nabil said, Katharina is not handling this too well. And she's basically like, oh, you want us to look at stuff now? Like, we've been trying to talk to you, and, you know, I get it. Like, but, you know, she doesn't do it. I told Nabil in a text, actually, that a lot of the issues in this, this uh, if this was real life, like, for instance, all you'd have to do is one sit down with everybody. Like, stop having mini meetings with everybody for fuck's sake. Oh yeah, and yep. you'd be like, okay, guys, what are we doing here? Let's get a goddamn everybody graphic. On the same page. Yep. Yeah, let's get everyone on the same page. We got, we got, we got a couple people still three pages back. Let's get them up to date. Uh, Jonas, you're from the future. You have the floor, right? And then like <laughs> stuff like that. But um, Katharina like goes to Hannah in this in, uh, in this as well. She kind of tells her like, hey, what's up with time travel stuff? Uh, adult Jonas leaves Martha a necklace at the Nielsen house that we later find out was something that they found together at the so beach. Creepy. 
<laughs> Bill's like, I've done that. He fucking, I thought it was hilarious to see him, though, because he he's fucking breaks up, breaks the window, goes in. Here's just, like, here's just chain like, for I you. Need to get, I need to give you this goddamn necklace. I was like, nobody's going to notice a broken fucking window he's used to get in there. Yeah, and then he basically goes to Charlotte, and they talk, and she kind of reveals that she doesn't know her parents' identities. They do a lot of foreshadowing yeah. with Charlotte here. Like I'm like, okay, I'm assuming we're going to figure this out soon. Uh, Magnus, Martha, Francisca, Elizabeth, uh, they they kind of, oh, shit, we left Bartos in the cave. They go back, and uh, <laughs> I fully expected him to be like, this is kind of gross, but like, he didn't really shit his pants or piss himself the whole day. I mean, no. I thought they were gonna get there, and he's gonna look like a wreck. Like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. He's like, shit. Oh he was willing gosh. to tough it out he again. He was like trying to show I gross took, some balls. I took poo poo in my pants. <laughs> and then at the uh, very uh, and the big reveal in this whole one is that Noah visits uh, Charlotte at her grand adopted grandfather townhouse's workshop, and he he reveals to her that that uh, that Charlotte is his daughter. So, yep. uh, with you, Nabil, what did you think of this episode? I mean, there's it's a lot of dumping on this one. They get, there's a lot. Yeah, I would say that this is the only one that, out of all the eight, I think this is the one with the most quote unquote filler to a point. But it's good filler. Like it, yeah, it it's keeps good. It going it, exactly. But outside of the Noah Charlie thing, there it, it really just kind of keeps pushing the plot. It doesn't add much to it outside of that. I think this this is yeah. This episode really is, and that's I mean the show itself does a really good job with this and. Well, why I think it's like a really good season as a whole, but this episode really helps to not only give you enough exposition of where these characters' mindsets are and motivating and their motivations on what they're going to do next, but you're also getting so much exposition about you know learning about the quote loophole that Jonas is trying to tell himself about Mick, uh, Michael, I guess, and um, you're learning so much about Claudia and about Egon and his you know what the circumstances that that ends up kind of leading up to his uh his untimely death uh yeah, they hint at it pretty hard yeah it's pretty hard in this one ulrich and mickle just them getting to spend time together kind of like what you were saying was really was really good to see because obviously he's been like 33 years in prison and hasn't been able to see his son and now he's able to just have that one-on-one time um because he would you got to remember he was never aware of, like what time period he went to right because when Ulrich went through it in season one, obviously he ended up in the fifties. So it's mm-hmm. like okay, so yeah, and then and the big I, I think it is the biggest reveal is really um, out of all the other uh, things that happen is is Noah and Charlotte. You know, just that relationship and learning a little bit, and then also realizing that, and they they kind of say it at the end of the the movie that the line is that her mom is still alive too, and she didn't even know that. So she but you know. Still a it's bigger like a, twist to come with like that. that. It's like that Yoda quote. There is another. Yeah, there's another. <laughs> uh, what did you think, Marco? Yeah, kind of like what you guys were saying. We learn more about where all the characters are mentally in this episode. It doesn't really, it doesn't really push the story forward much. But but that's it's not the point of the episode. It's just a kind of no. kind of a check in as far as like where everyone is at. And at least we we get to know what the main motivation of the season is, which is to find that loophole that that Adam tells Jonas about in order to end all these time loops and quite possibly bring things back to normal. And we see that that's kind of the the quote unquote mission that Jonas is is set upon, and what he and he, part of the reason of why he went back to twenty twenty to try to 
prevent everything from happening. I think the whole Mikkel and uh, Ulrich scene was just touching because of the fact that Ulrich used that magic trick that Mikkel showed him back in season one as a way to show him that, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's me, yeah. it's, I'm your dad. And I thought it was very touching. I'm your, I'm your daddy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I it, it was kind of like sh- short-lived, though, because obviously, like, the cops were catching up to him. He's a man on a run. And it shows, again, that Egon is a pretty decent cop because he put two and two together and was like, I know where he's going. He's going to the caves, and that's where they got caught. Fucking Egon, have, man. Yeah. That's why you just waited out a night. <laughs> exactly. I was going to say, should have just waited there. a little bit, I just can't. I just can't overpower you. I would have been like, sorry, I have to kidnap you. It looked like a really small police force back then. It's like, dude, just wait a couple of days. They ain't never going to find you. Wait but, one yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, Noah revealing that he was Charlotte's dad or that he is Charlotte's dad was a nice touch. I, 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 again, I was thrown back, and I was like, oh, holy shit. The plot yeah, thickens. Dude, he was like, who is your daddy and what does he do? And she yeah. just said, it's impossible. And then you left kind no, of wondering, well, you're fuck, lying. what you're timeline? Lying. <laughs> <laughs> what timeline is Charlotte from? Because obviously they brought her from a different timeline to yeah, the to nineteen whatever, either nineteen fifty three or think, yeah, no, they brought her to the eighties, basically. Yeah, the eighties. Uh, there we yeah. go. She was she was born in the future in twenty fifty three. So mm-hmm. yeah, what May, maybe maybe even earlier. Probably, I mean, probably earlier. Because I mean, by the, because by that time. 20, 20 yeah yeah after 20 yeah. sometime in between god knows when the fuck they yeah in, be, in between all that it. shit yeah uh so let's move on to episode six guys this one's called an endless cycle jonas travels back to 2019 because as uh, adam told him he needs to stop michael from killing himself so he goes to the uh the 2019 jonas we get a little flashback is is still full of life and hope and shit and he goes to the beach to with martha bartos and magnus Michael actually almost runs into Mikkel, and it's kind of cool that we finally see. Because I always thought, like, what did he just see this kid all the time? I, was like, Fuck, I, I thought me. about you when I right. saw this, James. I was like, really? oh shit, here we go. It's what James is talking about, and yeah, it was, was a, like, it was a party they were going to. It, it would, yeah, that's what I mean. It'd be <laughs> weird, right? Yeah, You're like fuck, I'm not. I don't really want to talk to this kid because that's fucking me. Yeah. Uh, and then Charlotte and Peter, are, you know, they kind of bring up like Peter's strange affair and. Alexander basically is talking about how the past is going to catch up to him because, as you know, with him as well, he's got a lot of shit going on with his shady past. Uh, so Jonas from t- uh, 2053 sees himself leave in 2019 because he's going to help his grandmother or something, and he goes up to Marta, and that's when you realize that, like, even before that, that's when you find out the necklace, and he kisses Marta, and it's he tells her the quote that they've been kind of quoting, like, we're a perfect match, and... Got some strong Game of Thrones vibes off that. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Guess we're okay with this. Uh, so Jonas and Hannah, though, like you, Marco, mentioned, there's a party going on at the Nielsen family home. <laughs> and um, so Ulrich and it's Catherine's anniversary. Like I said, a lot of life, a lot of love going on still here. And But during this time period, uh, Jonas and Martha, they hook up. And Ulrich and Hannah actually start their affair as well that night because... It's kind of like one of those underlying things where Hannah's always wanted Ulrich too, and the biggest thing I think, though, because technically all this stuff we kind of already kind of knew about leading into it, right? 
Uh, Jonas in 2020, though, meets up with his dad, and he tries to convince him not to kill himself. And then the strangest thing is that Michael actually tells him, like, he wasn't thinking about killing himself. And that he thinks maybe that he was brought here to give him the idea of doing it and also what to write. Right. And at that time, nobody locks their doors in this town either. Claudia just barges into the fucking house. <laughs> and she's just like, Michael has to die. Because if not, because uh, Michael has to travel to the past so that Jonah can, can be saved and all the, the events can happen and da da da. So it's almost like at this point you're kind of thinking like, so like it's Adam lying. Like so if they don't, pre- if they did prevent this, would it be even worse? So this is where you start kind of thinking even more of like what the hell is going on. And uh, lastly, back in 1921, there's older versions of Magnus and Francisca show up, and they're talking with Adam about um, some concerns they have. That's all you really get at with them. They're just kind of talking about it. And Adam's just like everything needs to play out and. Um, this is a bigger episode with, especially, I like the fact that they go back to the 2019, you kind of see how life was right before the events of first, the first season and also how things were already in motion because of that. And I love that whole thing about Michael saying, he's like, I wasn't going to kill myself. What are you talking about? So it's like, what's going on? He put the seed in his head. Yeah. Which was apparently supposed to happen. So, right. But Adam wanted him not to do that or to just save him. But I guess that would have not worked either because then Supposedly. if that had happened, then Jonas would never have been born and it would break, have a f- break the cycle, right? I guess. Uh, what did you think, though, overall on the bill? You know, of everything that happens in the in the episode, the one thing that kind of hits home is Claudia and her kind of being there and then trying to recruit Jonas for some kind of cause and... At first, I really wasn't sure what to think about her, but now seeing that it's because you you kind of feel like she's a good guy in the beginning of when you see older Claudia, I should say, in the beginning. But yeah. now at this point, you're like, what is she in all this? Is she a bad guy? Yeah. Is because he he the, there's a mention what of trust? what she does or yeah. do later. Yeah, you can, you don't know if you should trust her. You also it starts putting in doubt of whether you're supposed to really trust Adam at this point. You know, like. Is he good? Is he bad? Is Claudia good? Is Claudia bad? Who is the, who should you be following? Or is he, is everybody a pawn in this? And it's just kind of like an endless thing. And this starts really, uh, during the, near the end of the episode where, you know, Michael's thinking about killing himself now, um, and Claudia arrives. It's that you start really seeing these threads being pulled of saying, who can you actually trust in this in in this series to to yeah. do what's right? I agree. Uh, what about you, Marco? I agree with a lot of what Nabil said about not knowing who to trust. Um, whether it's Sigmundus that has evil intentions, or whether it's Claudia, you, you're just kind of like, wow, everybody seems to just be manipulating everybody just for their own personal gain mm-hmm. like yeah at first you trust adam and it's like oh okay yeah you wouldn't lie to yourself and you wouldn't tell yourself to do something you know stupid it's fine and then you're like oh wait a minute well that that must be a lie then why am i lying to myself why is future me telling me to do shit that i'm not exactly, supposed to do yeah. or why is claudia stopping me from doing what future me told me to do and telling me that it's bad and i i kind of like that I, I i like that it's not just a simple good versus evil answer that it's so ambiguous that you're 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 still unraveling all the clues and trying to solve the mystery of why like why is everyone doing this and what is their their end game with this going back to the whole mickle thing running into michael or himself 
I like that too, James. Uh, I, I was hoping they would do something like this, just like you were, where they would have a, a, a moment where it's hella weird and intense, and you're like, oh shit, are they going to... I mean, did he have to wait behind the bathroom it door? It seemed a little <laughs> that awkward, that even just the scene in general, after he got to the bathroom, like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, I, I will admit, you... in the middle, that scene did seem a little forced. Did like, you have it... a good pee there? <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, go upstairs. Two? You live in a two-story. Go upstairs. Easy. I think That's he wanted to, to tell him something. I, probably, May, yeah. Maybe. Don't don't go into the forest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and by the way, and, there is a big thing here. He he reveals, by the way, that Jonas himself is the one that came back to bring him to the portal. Yes. So. Yes, and that's the that's the part I was talking about where it's like, damn, it's messed up, where it's like, it was Jonas that made everything kind of start to unravel in season one. But he was But because he's only doing that because of the event that Claudia said you have to bring him back so that you yeah. were born in it. Because Jonas ultimately is like the chosen one from the sound of right? He's he is the one. Yeah. And like so he has Jonas. to and and that's why he has to <laughs> like the Dang, song goes. Is it reference to bro? <laughs> uh Jonas in the whale. So, uh, like he has to do it. So, like, there's a purpose, and that's why he did it. And it's also like he understands that Jonas that brings his dad to the thing understands that hey, you have to die. That's basically like you have to die then for the yeah, yeah. Because if not, uh, we'd never be out here. This would never work. Blah blah. So yeah, yeah. The the Martha Jonas thing. It's always weird because it's like oh, they 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 played off so sweet and so like oh, he's you know trying to reminisce about. You know their feelings, and then you're like, "Wait a minute, it's your fucking aunt, dude. It's and not by marriage. It's your blood aunt. Not that by marriage would make it okay. Anyway, it's it. I mean, that's your dad's sister, bro. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, uh, it's it's just always so weird. You're like, I don't know how I feel about this scene. But yeah, going back to to the inception of you know that Michael has to kill himself. I like that aspect too, James. Where it's just like, fuck, man. He's it's kind of sad. Yeah, it, like, yeah, he's. He's yeah. the one that puts that idea in his head, and, and it like has, he to, has happen. to do because that starts the chain of events. So it's like my whole thing is like they're trying to break the chain of events, aren't they? Trying to, but it's obviously that this this is still not the event that changes everything. We're gonna get to that right. in season three. I'm assuming there's got to be a point where Jonas slash Adam made a decision where he went the Adam route. So that's what decision has to change, and they have not yet gotten to it yet. Is what I'm getting yeah. at. So. Also, I, I do like how they show... He saw the fucking California Raisins commercial. <laughs> I want that. And they're like, that's the one! That's he has to leave! Turn the TV off! He starts Fuck. singing the fucking song again. Yeah, that was the he event. The top back hat. In he went back to 87 and saw the commercial. I was like, oh, he's like, wait a minute. That's, that's what how he's the, trying to accomplish. That's when Claudia's like, you have to stop him! So, yeah. <laughs> I'm Those assuming season three is just... Annoying. Yeah, the whole claymation season three, thing. season three is just all about that commercial. And it'd be quick, quick four episodes. Oh man, I do, I do like how young Jonas that's traveled through time. How you see his, he's transitioning more into the stranger, where he seems more rugged and more, I guess, grown up because of all the the things that he's experienced. Kind of like that. Uh, Let's move to uh, episode seven, shall we? This is uh, the White Devil. No, we're not talking about uh, Nabil's neighbors. We're talking about episode seven. <laughs> so this starts in 1954. Egon is once again, he's trying to find out what the fuck's going on here because they find the body of Claudia, who, as we talked about previously on episode two, I want to say, 
where Noah shot her in the forest. They found the body, and he sees that she has the eyes, and he's like, this is weird. Um, the, he tries to find out through Helge, like, hey, is this the lady that, um, like, you were with? Like, because obviously someone cared for him for the last seven months, and he just kind of mentions she's the white devil or something like that, because he's been brainwashed pretty much from Noah at this point. So, so Hannah travels to 1954. This is a pretty big moment here, so we'll stop right after this section to talk about this. And she tells uh, Egon that, hey, I'm Katharina, and, like, my, my husband's here. So she goes to see him, and basically she she becomes Ka- uh, Hannah from season one again, where she basically is like, hey, who would you choose, Katharina or me? And I was <laughs> fucking crazy, man. This is where <laughs> she's, like, you, like just You time-traveled yeah. to ask a uh, level 10 clinger question? Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? Wow. So, uh... He basically is just like, hey, he's trying to get out of there. He's like, yeah, of course, I'll leave her, blah, blah, blah. But she can tell he's just saying that to get out. And she's like, she backs up and tells Egon, like, yo, this isn't my husband. And uh, I'll I'll mention this much. Her and Egon seem to kind of kind of seem to connect by the end of it. You don't really. I'm assuming we're going to see something else in season three because Hannah stays in 1954. She basically tells him she has nothing left where she comes from. So she's staying in the 50s. So like a psycho. She's like, yep. Yeah, she's like fuck boating. So, um, what did you think? Uh, let's just go over this before we move to the other sections of this one, Nabil. Uh, what did you think about that? About well, I'm I'm thinking that she's somebody's she's somebody's mother, and we might have already oh, seen yeah, her. Guaranteed. Was, we don't know who it I, is. I have a so. feeling that uh, Jonas probably has a sister or brother yeah, somewhere that we someone, don't know about exactly. now. Like, and it's gonna be like oh, another connection, a bigger fuck. reveal. It's gonna be really weird. But I thought those. Fucked up. That poor guy is suffering, and she's out there that, teasing him that, for freedom. He had that Blair Witch snot coming down his fucking face. <laughs> poor guy. I mean, <laughs> that like, that is me out. Uh, and honestly, I don't think he's ever done anything that. B- I mean, they had an affair or whatever, yeah. but I never thought he did anything that bad to like warrant her him being damned to uh, the mm, assail. I think it was just a kid. It was almost killed him. No, what I but mean, still, though, it, with Hannah is what Nabil's mentioning. Yeah. I mean, maybe when the scene from the first season where he was like, we got to end it, and she just, remember, she took that really Snapped, fucking man. personal. Almost, I mean, she basically told Alexander to get rid of him, remember? So, yep. Yep. But the fact that she went all the way back to 1954, dressed in 1954-esque clothes, just to go see him, and then she's like, oh, he looks close, but that's not my husband. I was like, dang, some Terminator shit right here, man. <laughs> some Terminator shit. Uh, what did you think, Marco? Yeah. I'm going to continue talking about this because that was fucked up. I I was like, wow. Just when he's just I screaming thought, at her. And yeah, just screaming. He's just screaming. Yeah, just, like, just when I thought that they were redeeming her and that, okay, you know what? I gave her a tough break in the, in the, in the first season. No. She goes straight back to just being manipulative and fucked you up. Know, I'm, and, I'm and cutting yet, like, in. Uh, you know what, Marco? I called it. I called it from season one. Yeah. Uh, I, I, was, I was wondering. But, yeah, it, it's like you said. She goes back there just to fuck with him because mm. she realized that when like, Did when she they, really think he was going to be, like, like genuinely? Like, dude, no, no. See, no. No, dude. I think the whole – I don't think she was expecting that. I think she went back there to fuck with him. Because when she found out that he was stuck yeah. in another year, she was like, oh, so Alexander couldn't fuck with him more. So she ended up doing the deed. And that's oh, she did right. that yeah. to that's fuck him over. 
Yeah. She asked him all that because she wanted him to beg. She wanted to see him beg. She wanted to, to just, she destroyed him. So she did what she think, wanted to. But that was think, still so fucked up. Do you think so that up. Um, Hannah's the most evil character in this show? I think she, she. I think it's more. Well, I mean, she could she's, be, but I think she's there. narcissistic and she's just no. Like, up there. She's no, I still think it's. I, it I still think it's she Noah. Might, she might be more evil than Noah and, and um, Adam combined. No, what if I, she? I, is I, I hands down disagree. Uh, I'll tell you why in episode eight. I'll tell you why in episode eight. But it's hands no, down. No, I know. I I, yeah. I I'm pretty sure I know why. But I mean. Yeah. I don't think we've seen the last of the worst of Hana, which oh, no. is what I'm getting yeah, at. I, like, I think we're going to see a little bit more of this. Uh, I, I don't think she she's definitely not a good person. She's definitely fucking evil. But I don't think that her actions supersede what Adam. Adam, Adam is a different. Le- he's a different level type of evil. He he transcends dimensions types of evil. Yeah, uh, but the thing is with Adam, he's a perfectly balanced snack with very little sugar, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. So I think you, you could put it in raisin bread. Yeah, I mean, oh, fuck, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good alternative to sweets. So yeah, but I, man, man, it's just that was just so fucked up to see Ulrich just begging like that. But yeah, hey, he shouldn't have tried to kill the kid. Just saying. Well, I mean, he did it because he thought he was. A lot of the events that happen in this, people do a lot of things because they think like, if I do this, is. But as as Jonas has said, like you can't change the past. So yeah, also it, it was kind of fucked up for Egon to to basically do an autopsy on his dead daughter and his future dead daughter. A little strange, right? Yeah, a little Man. strange. Yeah, he kind of he kind of kind of knew because the eyes though he's kind of like out of it you can tell but yeah he definitely yeah. suspected and knew that something was was freaking off it's, but it, not it's common, almost like he was in disbelief yeah. and just was like no it can't be okay so in 1987 claudia is still trying to prevent the death of her father she's asking like hey you should move in with us like she's just trying to prevent it and egon is just really wondering why Ulrich tried to get to the caves 33 years prior and Claudia just starts saying stuff like, hey, there's nothing there. And then out of nowhere, Egon's like, wait a minute, what the hell? And then, because they had talked about time travel a little bit before that. And he realizes that, like, Claudia is hiding something and that she's trying to uh, get him to, like, not look into things. And so he's when he's attempting to try to call the police station, uh, which I think is uh, kind of with Nabil's thing, like, hey, this guy's an actually good cop. You know what I mean? Like, he's actually still, like, he's been retired for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And he's still trying to, like, hey, let me let them know so they can actually start searching the caves. And Claudia panics because she knows that that's the... If they do that, they're going to figure some shit out. So, in the process, in the strangest turns of events, uh, he falls over because they're struggling with the phone. And he breaks his neck, I'm assuming, or... Oh, well, he bangs he his head on the goal. table or something, yeah. 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 And once again, like I said, the, the German engineering is just too good. And it is just, a, it's almost an instant KO, but There's... he does whisper to her <laughs> at the end that he's just like, white devil. And I'm not talking Black Klansman, I'm talking, he calls her that, and which Claudia in a way is known for, which is kind of like, okay, so like, they know about the whole white devil thing, but he, I think he actually realizes the, that Helge had told uh, him back in 54 about the white devil, and he's like, you're the white devil, and then it's kind of like a connection, I guess, so. Uh, what yeah. did you overthink? And then, I mean, in a way, it's kind of sad because, like, she's about to call an ambulance, but then she realizes that her older self had told her that, hey, you're going to have to make sacrifices in order for this to work. 
And she goes back home. She has blood over her hand. She's washing it away. And then 2020 Jonas arrives because he has the key that Claudia, older Claudia gave him. And he tells him, like, hey, we need to change the events. And, uh, like, it's like a Doc Brown moment, I guess. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. You know? Basically. We're going back that, to the future. The, we're going back. We're going back. The Doc's alive. <laughs> the Doc's alive. <laughs> uh, what did you think about that? So this is another uh, example. There's many examples of it throughout the season, like, you just can't change the things that happen. So, like, she's trying to prevent something because she, you know, she loves her dad, and you know, and unfortunately, things still turn out in a way where, like, this is this is why he died. So, uh, you, Marco, what what'd you think? The show likes to toy with your emotions into and, and with your with your mind into thinking that they're actually going to be able to change the outcome of things. And you're like, oh, okay, maybe this is the thing that changes and that makes thing dif- things different so that they can try to end this madness. And, and no, it ends up just playing right into how it's it's predicted or, or how it's supposed to happen. And it's just another example of how, like you said, James, that like time pretty yeah. much is, is – it glues everything together and there's no undoing it. And – Next thing you know, she ends up fucking killing her dad. You know, it's just, it was kind of kind tragic of a, kind at of first. Ac- because kind of an accident. I don't think she meant it. Yeah, it was an accident. Yeah, she she legit wanted to save him and, and wanted to also make up for, I guess, their, their like, strange relationship. I guess they didn't really have yeah. the best relationship together. He so. was always working. He was working a lot all the time. He was always working. Was, her, her mom left, you know, and, and left them, yeah. so I, I guess that also had something to do I, with I it. I thought it was a very touching scene where she goes with them on his first day of chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, because he's kind of scared and all this stuff, and then the, little do we know, two hours later she kills him. But I mean. Yeah, that was a little too close to home, and I was like, fuck, this scene's rough. Yeah. But, yeah, and then only to find out that she... I mean, she's the even one, if yeah. She yeah, she's the reason. Yeah, even, but even if she would have called an ambulance, like, he would have died either way. Oh, There's, he was like, like moments away yeah. from dying. And yeah, I think, so it's um, almost like she, she was probably, like, "What's the point? Why, why leave a record?" <laughs> I mean, at that point though, like, what a sloppy way to like leave the body. Like, I gotta get out of here. Like, I mean, they didn't do DNA hands. back then, but uh, no, her hand no, that happened everywhere like, with blood and everything. It's like I, she was touching 90s, doors, man. So. I know she was. She, touching she doors. was lucky. She was three years away. I mean, she could still, you know, they were doing fingerprint testing and stuff, though. Yeah, if she didn't become a time traveling witch after this, they probably would have caught her eventually. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, the she, she started just jumping years like I'm out of here later. When yeah, now we see why. When yeah. when Egon does finally make the connection though, and and he's you know figured everything out to a point, and then only t- for him to realize at the end that that <laughs> was his daughter. In, he was like, Fuck. he jumps in on the wacky. Wait a minute, time travel. <laughs> oh, <It all laughs> connects. The only thing I hadn't thought about. So good times. Uh, real quick here, there is one more section here in 2020. They jump back. Martha meets the adult Jonas finally, and but Katharina once again. Katharina actually breaks in the house. By the way, yeah, yeah. She literally breaks the door. Everybody just like, break. fucking. Like, how many times shit. has that door been broken at this point? I'm like third time. <laughs> shit, man. At that point, it's just like the glass is already gone. <laughs> right through here. And Katharina just goes off because she reveals to Martha because you know everybody's on this. Everybody's trying to get on that same page here still. Uh, she's like, oh, that's your uh, that's your nephew, actually, and I'm his grandmother, and don't touch my daughter, you dirty fuck, because, you know, he looks dirty. Uh, <laughs> Clausen, then, we go to a shot back at the uh, police station. He takes Alexander in about his background because he's like, hey, 
my brother was named Alexander Kohler because, you, as you know, Alexander stole the identity of someone. Because if he if you thought it was um hard to, I mean, DNA evidence. I guess eighty six, you could also just steal identities like nothing too. You're like, I just oh, fuck <laughs> it. I don't know. Nobody questions shit, especially you go move to a small town. Uh, so and then Collison reveals that he removed he received a note from someone saying that hey, your brother's disappearance. You can find it all out here. So. Uh, they don't actually, they don't tell you who sent the note, right? No, it was anonymous. No. It just says a friend. Okay, I'm assuming we're going to find out in season three, but who do you think yeah. sent it? I I honestly think it might be Jonas. Really? No. I think, Alexander. I think it's Hannah. I think it's Manatee Jesus, but that's Because the, the, the paper looked a little kind of old. She's been, she went back to 1953 and she knows that. For sure that... Oh, shit, it could be. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah. Uh, so let's get into the final episode here, guys, the season two finale, which is called Endings and Beginnings. A lot happens here. It all pretty much takes place in the same time period for the most part, so I'm going to just try to go little by little here and we can just end it because um, I feel like this format worked a lot better than just going through everything else. I feel like we got much more fluid. the meat of everything. Yeah. yeah. We're more familiar with the show, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. Last time we were like, who was who's? Uh, so Bartos, uh, in case you forgot, he was in the show. He basically shows Regina. I thought you were going to say, in case you forgot how to say his name again, Marco. Yeah. <laughs> Not Barrett from Final Fantasy seven. He basically has one final message. Cause Claudia told him to give Regina a photo of them from 1986, which triggers some emotions in Regina. Like she's like, Oh, I, sh- I need to spend more time with my daughter and all this stuff. So too. Cause like she understands like her mom actually she, like your mom has a bigger purpose in all this is what he's trying to kind of get at. Young Jonas and Claudia, though, from the other one. So, 2020 Jonas and Claudia, since we have to say that now because Adam's older, Jonas. They go through the cave with the machine. Jonas is like, hey, like, uh, they self-taught me how to save the world. Where, Because, basically, Claudia's older self told him, like, this is how you save it. While, technically, Adam is just like, this is how you destroy it and start over, you know? So, it's kind of the internal good versus evil fight, which is going on. Waller, I don't know if you guys remember who this is. Tells Charlotte that he helped Alexander bury the uh, waste in the power plant. He's just one of the assistants, basically. Excuse me. And he uh, believes that Clausen is going into the... He's entering the area. Clausen is going through to the plant because he believes that they are hiding something with the radioactive waste that was cemented over, I believe, in season one, right? And then right. they brought even more of it in from the trucks and shit. These guys just got a ton of shit going on. So he's trying to tell that. Charlotte finds out about this, and she's like, shit, I got to stop him, right? So she heads out to the power plant during this time period. And because Clausen's just, he really thinks they're going to find the remains. I don't know. Do they think they're going to find the remains of their brother or something in there? Or, or the bodies of the kids? Is that what he's trying to get I think that's at? what he's expecting was the bodies of the kids. Yeah. Yeah, because he's, he's, like, st- he's still looking at this from just like a ground level. Like, yeah, I keep thinking he's the no only time one travel. that doesn't know what the fuck is really going on. <laughs> yeah. He thinks that Alexander killed the kids and he buried them, and that's like the perfect way. Like, I'm like, but yeah, but this still doesn't add up, man. Like, what the hell are you talking about? Uh, so Noah, as well in this section, reveals to Adam that he did find the final pages, and he actually tries to kill Adam with a gun, but the gun doesn't fire. It actually jams up. And uh, Adam says that basically, and he forgot to like, take the safety off too. I think it's because so. he left the safety on, and he didn't know yeah. about the safety. I don't even know if it's that or is it just fate? Because like Adam's like it's it's or like this is your destiny. You can't kill me. And that he tells him that Elizabeth is going to become Noah's wife eventually, and therefore Charlotte's mother. Which I mean, this is the reveal that Noah and Elizabeth eventually 
somehow meet, which we get an explanation of by the end of this, of course, and that Charlotte is uh, their child. So if you think about it, this is what we're getting at here. So Elizabeth and Noah have Charlotte, but then Charlotte and Peter have Elizabeth. So this is the biggest paradox in the entire show of like... Especially that particular family. Yeah, that particular family, which is... It's wild. So if you think about it, Charlotte is Ulrich's cousin, actually, right? Yes, right? I think that's right. Because Noah is his uncle. Yeah, I think that's yeah. right. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. That's a deep. That's a deep one. Fuck. <laughs> so therefore, if Jonas is his grandson, that that would also mean that they're all related. That Elizabeth <laughs> is his cousin, and also his. That means Francisca and Magnus wife. should probably not be hooking up to i'm thinking this whole thing about that town is related to each other and they just don't know yet that's why they don't any anybody very egyptian leave. of you nabil, yeah. nabil all I, just related no uh nabil i think it's split into two families and that's why you have that big family tree like two. yeah yeah it's just two Cause families because if you see because if you th- in in noah's yeah. study he has that big picturesque family tree and it's only two families and it's like oh shit so I think it's Claudia's family and his family. Because think about it. That means Francisca is like second cousins to Magnus then, I guess, technically, right? In a way. Yeah. It's yeah, one big incest fest. All right. Uh, so Magnus, Francisca, and Agnes arrive. This is older Magnus and Francisca. We still don't quite know what happened here, right? And Agnes just takes the gun and automatically she kills, she kills Noah. It works. Yep. Blast him. Yep. The look of his face is like, what the fuck? And this is kind of where I would think, um, Marco, I agree with you. Like, you, you kind of feel for him. Like, so was was it like, they don't quite say it uh, entirely. They're probably going to clarify next season. But so Adam was using Noah because of that. He knew that, like, hey, this is how you can save your daughter, I guess. Is that what he was trying to get at, kind of? I, I think so. I think it right? was. Like, to, he was manipulated him, right? He, he save, definitely yeah, manipulated him, yeah. To save his daughter. Yeah. So he's like, and when we start the new world, this can do this. Also, here's here's some. Two well, points. and that's the thing, though, is that Noah's view on what he wants the world to be versus what Adam is actually trying to create um, are two different views. And yeah. it's and Noah's just realizes that he's being manipulated, and, and that's why. Stupid. And I'm assuming the the journal notes er, that's what it said or something, right? For context, because they don't only really tell you what it found. And he probably was planning it the whole time, just waiting for the right moment. And it's yeah, I, I, yes and no. I think the journal notes reveal, yeah, Adam's true intentions, which is in a way explained in this episode as well. Like it's not, it, it is in a way to change their fate and create a new world, but it's not in the way that I think that he explained it to Noah. And yeah, it, it is fucking tragic that you realize, wow, Noah came all this way, was loyal the whole time, you know, was was basically best friends sister. with Adam, only to be betrayed by him. I'm not sure if they're best comes friends, inches away I mean, from killing him, but you know, forgets to take kind of yeah. forgets to take do the you, safety do, off. And do the you gun guys jams. think Agnes was really? Uh, is she really a bad person, or is she just like? Is this all like a, a bigger plot? You think with uh, Claudia? You know what I mean? Like, like remember she's like, oh yeah, we're gonna use you to go back in, and but then she's like, I know where the missing pages are, but did that trigger something you think, or was that all part of the plan on Claudia's side? You think? 
I think I think there's a bigger reason why she specifically did it, right? Versus anybody else that could have just killed him. So yeah, yeah I think that there's a bigger plot point to that. I think so too. Yeah, because Adam already knows how everything plays out, and he knows for the, the for what specific reason too. Yeah. So maybe they're trying to change it up, or maybe he thinks he knows, but like he's got to have some weakness, right? Yeah. Other than sunblock and <laughs> and you know. A macaroni salad. So, shit. Ew. He looks bad. He looks bad. He's a burn victim, guys. <laughs> he also goes and uh, puts on his Chernobyl outfit in this one, and it dis- doesn't matter really. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, I had to pause it and laugh. I'm like, <laughs> I was damn. like, why you need the gas mask, bro? <laughs> Sorry, I'm almost it's dead. It's too anyway. late. The damn yeah, bro, is done, just stop. Sir. At a certain point, you know, like. If bigger guys like you know you just eat the ice cream afterwards bro you're fine it's not gonna, <laughs> it's it's not gonna matter <laughs> yeah it's not gonna matter don't worry you can have dessert every night uh so leading into this though young jonas and claudia they turn on the time machine in the caves the terminator circle or the god particle starts uh, <laughs> getting created you see the outline of arnold just like in his little like fucking superhero <laughs> it kind of was like that though when it the, looks a little bit right it did yeah i was like oh shit the t9000 is coming he's <laughs> just fully fucking nude right there <laughs> He's like, only wearing those Nikes. Uh, (laughs) Only the Nikes. Nothing else. Oh, my God. The the high tops? The high tops made it? Uh, Okay, back to this. Young Noah, he's been time traveling himself. He visits the older Jonas in 2020, and he gives him a letter from Martha. Uh, so young Jonas and Martha reunite now at the house and they, but they are interrupted by Adam who, as you know, showed up in his, in his get up and he basically is telling like Jonas, like, Hey, this has to happen. And he shoots and kills Martha. See, that is fucking evil, dude. In front of him. It reminds me of kind of like, you have to have to go through this pain in order for this to happen. And it's just like, Jesus Christ. Doesn't make it less evil. Oh no, it's definitely! But it, it's definitely it's reminiscent of uh, those movies where like it's a superhero yeah. origin story right here. Yeah, it's it's a it's a, a almost like a villain origin story if you yeah. want to look at it, right? Yeah, or the Flash. He has to let his mom die in order for things to get back to normal. Yeah, yeah. because when it didn't, the CW ratings weren't good. <laughs> 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 They're like, you gotta cut it. He can't. He can't be happy. Uh, so yeah, I agree with you, Marco. It, it's super evil, and it's just like he just shoots her, and she's just dying out. And um, I thought he was gonna—I thought someone was gonna block it. Truth be told, like when he did it, I was like, "Oh no!" Because they don't show up, and they look back. And I'm like, "Oh, never mind. Fuck, he did shoot her." <laughs> uh, back in the power plant, Clausen thinks he's doing the right thing, and he starts opening up the radioactive waste, which controls all those damn rocks with the dark matter, which in turn starts the apocalypse, basically. Because it triggers the events of uh, the activation on their end, which was the countdown from the six days from the start of the season. So it's like, well, here we go. Uh, back in 2053, we do see Elizabeth turn on that machine. Uh, at the same time, Magnus and Francisca do that in 1921, the older versions. Just bear with us here, guys. You just got to follow along. And the dark matter in 2020, everything's activated. So everything's like, okay, this is it, right? And that, this is like that the machine that, that Magnus... Episode, right? The machine that Magnus uh, turns on, if you notice, yes. it looks like the same one that in Jonas uses in the future, where, where he has to t- use the gas. Yes, in yeah. 2053. But yeah, right. so I think that's yes. that's why he had to have that gas. See, I'm, yeah. I'm painting it off. 
because he uses that old machine from 1921. Yeah, I think that uh, I think truthfully, wherever that church is is where it eventually the power plant would go. Yeah, yeah, to build around top of it. Yeah. So then, at this time, Katharina has entered the caves and she opens up the gate, and it's just it's hella bright and shit. And the dark matter basically it creates a a portal connecting Elizabeth from 2053 to Charlotte in 2020. So they actually see each other. They're like looking at each other, like, "Oh shit, this is crazy!" Like Elizabeth they have sees their own her mom. ET moment. Yeah, and then yeah. I think do they touch each other and do they swap or no, or is it just? Yeah, they, I think Charlotte gets sucked um, in. I think yeah, she I grabbed think her. Charlotte and just, goes in. Okay, so damn, did Elizabeth go back? Like, sorry, you have to die. So I'm assuming we'll find out in season <laughs> three. And as this is all happening, there's the biggest twist here. Young Jonas is met by another version of Martha who is from a alternate timeline. She is looks like Martha, except she has darker hair. So if you guys have ever seen anything from David Lynch, it is just a ringer for Twin Peaks, basically, at this point. So I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Is this evil Martha? Who is this person? Uh, she has a, uh, a device that is uh, basically the time machine if uh, Steve Jobs had made it. So it's a lot smaller. It's just a sphere. And she basically... Uh, adjust it like a fucking toy or something. I don't know what happens. But like a Rubik's get, Cube. Yeah, like a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> Dude, basically. And they get shot to another world, and then credits, and they're like, see you in a year, basically. Yeah, I mean, she, it, it, up, it, she comes and she just says, you know, come with me if you want to live. That's basically Basically. Oh, she basically is the Terminator. <laughs> it looks she like a futuristic the, version of the suitcase machine, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yes, which is cool. Like I said, but yeah, Steve I think Jobs that's what the... I think that's what the pages revealed is that his his plan is to open alternate dimensions, alternate timelines and shit. And I think that's what Noah was probably pissed off about when he found that out. That's what I Cuz Noah wants to say the people that he knows not go to another fucking timeline and live a life. Right. I think that's what his whole thing like he, I love exactly. the people here and I'm not trying to go back. And just like the flash from season 3, it doesn't always work out. So <laughs> now we have two Marthas, one dead and one alive, so uh, they did a multiverse thing here, so I'm only assuming this show connects to the Queen's Gambit somehow too. So, <laughs> <laughs> shared Netflix multiverse. You get the fucking Stranger Kids get, uh, come out of nowhere. Eleven too. shows up in the next one, like she has the same powers as us. It's the like, Shine. I'm like, wait, the Shine? What the fuck? So, <laughs> oh, the cast of Bridgerton's here too. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, overall. I think this was a solid ass season, man. This was awesome. Like I, it it ends so abruptly that, and I know that the the time difference between the two seasons was uh, a year for this too. So to get to season three, you have to wait a year. And I'm glad that we don't have to do that because it's one of those things. Like, oh, thank God. Like they're they're already all done. You know, season three is out too, and it's the finale. So yeah. Um, what are your guys' expectations for season three? What do you what do you hope to see? Well, it's kind of like, uh, you know, you and I have talked about a little bit on, on the whole way that they've structured this, where each season is essentially an act. And yeah, that, that's a, part of the reason why I think the season two is just really good, because they fill in so much and they really just kind of go for it with, with the time traveling and the threads that mm-hmm. you get that they were pulling at at first and now putting it all together and weird motivations like it's they throw everything at the wall and it all sticks and you're trying to trying to make sense of it and who's related to who and why is this person doing this and who do you trust like it's all there and um so i anticipate season three will definitely probably slow things down a bit to to wrap it all up but i do 
I honestly anticipate a pretty good finale like as a whole i think the story if it's anything that the way the first two seasons have gone which i assume it has it is that Mm -hmm. season three will just wrap everything perfect and i'm hoping that it's going to be a pretty satisfying end to a good series oh yeah definitely i i I agree with you uh what about you uh marco Uh, i mostly agree with what nabil said i i don't want the next season to slow down though because there's a lot of things that they are leaving unanswered in this one that they need to pay off in the next season there's a lot of open-ended questions still and i think that they need to they need to give everything closure and finally like give us a direction into where all these characters are going to are going to and what the what the ultimate motivations are from these characters i I don't want to label them heroes and villains because i i love the ambiguity that the show gives each character like they're <laughs> none of them are necessarily evil well okay some of them are none of them are necessarily villains but none of none of them are necessarily heroes i think like, they all think they're doing like the right thing exactly except, uh, except hannah yeah yeah <laughs> yeah she's not just saying yeah basically <laughs> i mean i'm mean, and I'll, I'll be interested to see where they go with these alternate worlds with these alternate dimensions and and see how that same. further I, I guess further takes the story. It's very, it's a very interesting concept, and I think it's something that a lot of time travel movies and TV shows haven't touched upon. So I, I'm kind of glad that they kind of threw that in there, and it's like this is how we're going to be different. Uh, yeah, for season three, I'm just, I'm, I'm looking really forward to it. I didn't even want to, like I said, man. I mean, we would have loved to just combine both seasons for you guys, but uh, we just try to get more views, so we have to split up into two episodes. <laughs> Shameless. <laughs> so, Shameless. I mean, truthfully, that's it. We probably could have done it. I mean, shit, dude. You ever look back on some of our old episodes? Like, we did nine Fast and Furious uh, movies in one episode. So. Fucking crazy. It's all about family. And just like talking about family, I hope everything works out well for everybody in season three. So. Just um, sound like it will. <laughs> uh, I think, I hope it's satisfying. So I'm not even going to, I'm not reading up on people's reviews of it and everything, but I know all three seasons are, are certified fresh, rotten tomato wise. So. Uh, it might be, it might go more into that, uh, those metaphors and allegories of the, um, kind of religious aspect, I think yeah. they yeah. might lean more on it, but they've been doing that for the last two. So I'm looking forward to it though. Uh, I don't have any expectations. I just hope it ends solid because so many times with these kind of shows we watch, they end like, ah, well fuck, you know, like they kind of shit the bed at the end. But I think but for at least this, this one, one was planned though. And they knew. Yeah. Exactly which is cool. And, and uh, Nabil and I and you were talked about it. It's nice that they know that not to overstay their welcome. Like yeah. some seasons of shows just keep going on. It's like, is there any fucking end in sight? You know, Walking Dead. But first, <laughs> yeah, Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, that one's just too long. Um, for the most part, I think uh, this next one only has eight episodes too. So it's uh, it was ten, eight, and eight. So a twenty-six run episode show is not too bad dude, with how complex this is too. So I would say. I'm looking forward to it. So, since uh, we got to, let's wrap this up. We got Nabil falling asleep here. So, <laughs> thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, feedback, response, reviews. I hope, uh, one thing I did want to mention, I hope you made it through this and have actually seen season two. Because if not, I don't know how any of this would make sense. I think we did a better job this episode, though, of actually going over the episode. So, technically, maybe you could, but that'd be weird. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't already, you should really have just watched the season for sure. Has, has anybody? Uh, have you guys recommended the show to anyone, and have they actually watched it? Just my my family. That's about it. Like I've been watching with my brother. 
Yeah, I was I gonna say I think your brother would. Over I think your brother would like this. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, be, I, I've been, I, I've been yeah. watching it all with my brother. So nice. He's been enjoying nice. it a lot. Recommended it to a few friends. I don't know if they started watching it or not. I don't know if people listen to me. So. <laughs> yeah, about the same. <laughs> I've tried to recommend it to a bunch of people, but when you try to explain a little bit of the plot, people, it's just right over their head. So. Yeah. Well, my my only friends are talking to me right now. So. Oh. I really... <laughs> <laughs> That's both adorable and sad. Sorry. Just kidding. You're like, I'm looking over. This guy looks rough. No, I'm just kidding. I think I think we told Mikey, but I don't know if Mikey like Mikey, get into this German sci-fi. <laughs> Mikey's like, fuck this, dude. He's like, yeah, I'd rather kill myself, but thanks, guys. I'll just listen to your thing. And I know my brother probably hasn't watched it, so yeah. I'm like, fuck. Uh, regardless, like though. though, yeah. I mean, it. I think as soon as you see, I mean, I think first two episodes of season one, you, you you'll know if you want to watch it or not. And I think truthfully, for our taste, we all have, three have very different tastes. When it comes to TV shows, especially, I think, and I think the fact that all three of us like it this much, yeah, is a pretty good sign. So if you're on the fence about it, I would definitely at least check it out. So, agreed. Uh, Marco, let them know how they can reach us, though. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Movie Pals Pod. If this is your first time listening to us, I feel sorry for you because we don't normally do TV these shows, long, t- yeah, TV shows or these long type of types of episodes, but. Thank you for joining us. I hope you stick with us and continue to listen to us here. Also, if you are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or Stitcher, hit that subscribe button and you'll never miss an episode. Rate us. Please leave us a review. We're back to our five-star status, but we definitely have to hear more back from you guys. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Thank you to all the new followers on our social media. We appreciate it. We appreciate all the support, and we love you all. Thank you, Marco. Tune in next time for episode 92. Actually, guys, I know we originally told you guys we were going to do the Godfather trilogy. Don't worry. That's still on our, still on the list somewhere. But because of season two of Dark, we want to finish this out properly while we still have it fresh in our minds so we can jump right back into it. So actually, guys, our next podcast will be on Dark Season 3, which is the series finale, final season of the show. So we're going to have one more Dark Season. Sounds weird. but uh, <laughs> So tune in. Gives you plenty of time. Like we said, highly recommend checking them out. So until then, guys, this is James. And Marco. And Nabil. Have a good one.